What up and welcome everyone to Designate Reports Boxing Podcast. This is episode 13. Just want to say Happy New Year to everyone real quick before we get started. Uh, Gene, what's good, man? Good with you, bro. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, brother. Uh, you know, ain't nothing going to keep it light. You know what I'm saying? Just excited today to talk about, a little, talk about some boxing, talk about some stuff that happened this past year. Uh, I want to jump right into it, starting off with um, the fight coming up, which is your boy, Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell. Um, I'm actually a little bit excited about this fight uh, for a couple of different reasons, but I want to get your thought and your takes on the fight. Who do you have winning? And uh, tell me why. Well, I mean, I like the fact that it starts, the fight is on January 2nd. So we starting off the new year on the right note, right? Right into it, right, right into, into it. The gritty. Um, yeah, I feel that. After doing a little bit of research, I think I'm going I'm to lead with uh, or pick Luke Campbell. This guy. Um, okay. <laughs> This guy, he started yeah. off the year with his <laughs> bullshit. Okay, tell me that All right. I, I'm the Ryan Garcia hater, but I gotta see it to believe it. You know, um, I feel you. Like he got all the physical tools. He got all that good shit that we always talk about. He's Mr. Instagram. He's extremely, he's extremely popular. But this is his first big test, and Luke Campbell ain't no pushover, right? So everyone, Ryan Garcia is the obvious favorite, but I'm going on the other side. I'm, I'm gonna have Luke. Who do you have? Okay, um, I'm on Ryan Garcia. Here's why. I think that he has to win this fight and I don't see him losing it by a knockout or decision, mm. right? So it's almost set up for him. Luke Campbell's gonna have to box a masterpiece to win. Can he do it? I think he does have the tools. I just don't know if he's gonna do it. Um, and I wanna say this too. I think Ryan Garcia, you're actually gonna hate this I think Ryan Garcia actually has the most potential out of all the fighters. That's facts. Here's why. It's not necessarily his skills, but just from the um, prize fighting standpoint, this guy is taking the, uh, the, the footsteps or the path of uh, Oscar De La Hoya in the simple fact that women used to come out and watch Oscar De La Hoya. Ryan Garcia is really early in his career, and that's already, ha already happening. So I think if he goes on a winning streak, even if it's not impressive, he's going to be the biggest thing in boxing just because of his looks, his social media appeal. So, you know, I think this is his coming out party, if I have to kind of wrap it up. So, so I'm going to pick him winning a close fight. I think he's going to have his moments where he's going to go into deep water and he's, he's going to have to show what he's really about. So I'm actually excited to see that coming from uh, Ryan Garcia this weekend. So you're telling me he's going to win this fight because he got a bunch of women coming out? That pretty means much. I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty much. That's that's why that's why I have him win. Yo, all that Instagram <laughs> shit is fine and dandy until you get into the ring. But my thing is, it's not out the realm that Luke Campbell can't fight a perfect fight against the likes of Ryan Garcia. Like, let's keep it a stack here, you know? For like, sure, for sure. We really don't know what Ryan has. And that's the only the reason why, why I'm not going with him. We don't know what he has. This is his first big test. Will, will, will the lights be too bright for him? We don't know yet. But if he comes out and answers the question, then you throw him right in the mix of all the young fighters because they went out this year from Haney, from Shakur, and yep. they all proved it. So he's the only last one to go. Let's see. Yeah, no, I mean, this is, like I said, this has to be his coming out party because even if he wins, you know, unimpressively, that still doesn't kind of catapult him into any top um, fighters in his division. So I think he has to win impressively. And uh, that's why we watch the C. So, you know, that's our take on that fight now. So we want to do like a uh, end, uh, end year review with um, 
uh, like five different topics. So Gene, go ahead and throw that first topic out for us. Um, All right, the first one, the first one is a spicy one, man. Who do you have for knockout of the year? Ooh. All right, am I going first or you going first? Uh, you go first, you go first. Okay. There's only one correct answer in my opinion, but- Nah, listen, <laughs> there is only one correct answer, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take a left and do something different. I think the knockout of the year is actually Tyson Fury knocking out, knocking out uh, Deontay Wilder in the beginning of the year. Okay. The reason being because it is, it was, you know, um, a fight where he kind of fought differently and he said what he was going to do and then actually did it. And it happened to be for the uh, championship of the world. So I think that's the most impressive in terms of performance. Uh, I do think there might be a better uh, individual knockout in the sense from a punch standpoint. And I think you're going to hit on that. Knockout? Because it was a technical knockout. Knockout, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the one I'm picking, man. That's the one I'm rolling with. The obvious choice. Right, and you described it perfectly like four or five episodes ago. Is when Gervonta yeah. Davis threw that yeah. hook from the canvas <laughs> <laughs> and knocked Leo yeah, Santa Cruz the hell out. Yo, yeah. that fight was that knockout was so crazy. He was on the floor for three minutes. I thought he died. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a yeah. stack. I thought he was that's the worst knockout I've seen since uh Pac Man got knocked out by Marquez. Word, that's like that. That is a really good example. Yeah, he definitely caught a body on that one. Lord. Um, yeah, I agree with you, man. In, t- in terms of like that one punch thing, that one punch hit a quitter, that's definitely the pick of the year. Um, but I think ultimately what Tyson Fury did in that performance, you know, it set him up uh for a huge future. So that's what I'm going with. All right, let us uh let's roll on to the next one. What's the uh, next topic we got? All right, so. Topic number two is the most disappointing fighter of the year. And I'll start off with this one. Yeah, you go first. You go first. So I got to give it to my boy, <laughs> Deontay Wilder, right? Oh, I, okay. only, I thought you were going to Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because first of all, he fought in February. It was Black History Month. Oh, shit. He came out looking like the Black Shredder from, Nin- from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Word. The man had me hype. He came out here with like, you know, uh, pictures of black people in the back and MLK. And I'm like, yo, he about to do damage. That man got his ass whooped, right? So Molly Watt. Not only did he lose in convincing fashion, but all the shit that happened after the yeah, man. tainted, yo, yeah. something with the glove, oh, they don't want to fight. Like it just you took an L and you just made it even the worst L damn me in the history of boxing, man. So in terms of disappointing, that that has to be the most disappointing fighter of 2020. Yeah, I'm I'm I feel you on that. I'm gonna go a different direction. Okay. I'm gonna go with Nate Robinson's bitch ass <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> although, listen, although he's not, you know, <laughs> listen, he's a fighter because he stepped in the ring and he had to get his license and all that. You played yourself because you called Jake Paul and you wanted to get that work. You didn't take it seriously. And you got knocked the fuck out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like taking it back to Friday. So, um, yeah, man, I think he gets kind of fighter or donkey of the year, so to speak, you know, going to uh, Hot 97 there. Um, no, you know what's yeah, crazy? man, that's my pick. I do like your pick a little bit better in the sense it's real boxing and a real fight. Yeah. But God damn, that boy was embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's not a boxer, but just the way that you went out there and you got your ass handed to you, bro, that now you're talking about a body. Now I thought he died. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Thanks. Yeah, and then Snoop Dogg singing the hymns. Oh man, come on. Classic man. night, man. I always remember that night. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. We're going to be coming back to this. All right. So uh, now, what's the uh, what's the third topic here? All right. Topic number three: the fighter that you're most excited to see in 2021. I'll let you start off. Tiafimo Lopez, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Tiafimo, without a doubt. What he did this past year, I think that his story and his journey is going to be one hell of a story to watch. Um, he's what, 23 years old? Young buck. You know, biggest victory of his career really, really early on, and he's been wanting it for years. So I'm really excited to see what he does after this, his follow-up, um, you know, in 2021. I mean, that's a hell of a choice. I'm going to go a little bit opposite, right? Um, and the reason why, at first, I didn't have this guy as the person I want to see in 2021, but uh, he's been real active on social media the past, you know, week and a half, and that's Adrian Broner, right? And the reason why I'm excited to see him coming up this year is... Adrian Broner? Broner. You know why? I feel like okay. he's, at a, he's at a crossroads in his life, and I think he has that sense of if something doesn't change. This is like my last opportunity, right? Um, he came out and said that he was battling uh, depression, um, alcoholism. He kind of quit that. He's been hitting the gym hard. Um, he looks in shape. Uh, other fighters were making videos, you know, um, kind of reaching out to him, saying how they're proud of him. And let's be honest, before that Maidana fight, Adrian Broder was an undefeated uh, boxer. Um, he had yeah, several, I mean, he, he, had he pretty much had fighters. the same kind of hype that Tank had currently right now. Yeah, you know, and he yeah, was not going to lose out. I feel that. I think he won, what, what, was it two or three different divisions? He was doing this thing, and he obviously fell off the face of the map, but just seeing him within the past two weeks, I want him to come back, and even if he doesn't win a championship or anything of that nature, just come out here and get some wins and get back on the on the right track, and AB's he's entertaining, man. He's a funny dude. I, For sure. Yeah, you know, he, like he's a character and, and boxing always needs those type of dudes. So I'm excited to see how he looks because quite frankly, this is his last chance. Yeah, I mean, look, certainly a good underdog story or comeback story is always a good one. Um, he does have the talent, you know, elite talent. So, you know, we got to see what he's going to do with it. That's actually a surprise pick. And after you broke it down, man, I really like it. All right, so let's move on to that fourth topic. What you got for us? All right, topic number four, boxer or fighter of the year. Oh, man, all right, I'm going to let you start off this because I hit the last one, but this is a tough one for me. All right, I mean, for me, it's only two people, but I kind of switched last second, and I'm going to just go with Errol Spence because he Ooh. came out and he did what he had to do. You know, I picked Danny Garcia to, to win that fight, and he completely got destroyed. All the questions that I had were answered. A big part of that was just him suffering that horrific uh, car crash where he almost lost his life. And, you know, we would just wanted to see if he could return to form. Not only did he return to form, but he overperformed. And uh, a lot of people, you know, they have him in the top, you know, three or four pound for pound, but just everything that's said and done with all the circumstances, to me, he's fighter of the year or boxer of the year. Yeah, I can't, I can't argue that. Um... I'm going to have to go back with my boy Tiafima Lopez, man. Yeah. You know, the, uh, that win can really, that win might be the start of the best fighter we see in the next 10 years. He has that kind of talent. Um, so I think, like I said, going back to being 23, beating a guy who's 
had over 400 plus fights, only has three losses. You were certainly the underdog. Um, so I got to give it to Teofimo, man. And we also have to kind of give, when it's all said and done, my first choice was actually going to be Canelo, but we got to really give Canelo his props, man, because this motherfucker, he beating dudes at 154, 160, 168. He's being the guy who's six foot seven. Like, like one more, what, 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 what yeah, more think, does he have to do, you know? Like, come on. Yeah, I think that, you know, him not being busy and fighting at the very end of the year obviously has something to do with, you know, our picks and all that. Um, and then also, too, it's also like, who else can he beat that makes his year that more significant or, you know what I mean? So, um, he's always going to be a good pick, but I do, I do like, um, your pick at Errol Spence and I, and I, and I have to go with, uh, Teofimo Lopez. All right, man. So hit us with the, uh, what's that? Number five, number five, last one. All right. Okay. So what was your fight of the year? You can start this wow. off. Okay. Um, the, the Spence versus, um, Porter fight was in the beginning of the year. Is that right? Nah, that was last year. I don't think Spence fought earlier this year. Yeah, I think you're right. So I, I wanted to go with that one, but the time frame was off. Um, man, yeah, that's a good one because there were some good fights, and there's obviously, obviously a lot of space in between. I think I got to go to the, the Tyson Fury, uh, Deontay Wilder, because, again, he switched camps. He changed his game plan, and people are like, you're going to do what? You got dropped pretty much twice. Mm -hmm. You know, you had to get up just to get the draw, and you're going to walk this dude down? Yeah, okay. Um, so... He actually did it, man. And that shit is impressive as fuck. And I'm a piggy. What about you? Who you got? I'm piggybacking right off you. That's my fight of the year. Tyson Fury coming out and beating Deontay Wilder's ass. You had everything set up. It was the rematch. The guy got off the canvas. Uh, he ate uh, Deontay Wilder's punch. We were saying, okay, you know what? Deontay Wilder figured him out. You know, this time when he catch him, he's, put, he's knocking him out. And... It was a complete 180, man. It was the most dominating performance this year. It had everybody rolling. The memes were out, <laughs> right? And that set the trajectory of the whole heavyweight division like that was going in a specific course that drove the whole thing up because now you introduce AJ back into the fold. Now we'll see what, you know, dudes like Dylan White and Andy Ruiz. So that match was so significant that it changed everything around. And now it's setting up one of the biggest fights, hopefully in 2021, two guys from the same country, probably going to break all the pay-per-view records. You know, so for me, that's fight of the year. Yeah, I think that one was pretty obvious, man. You know, so, you know, I think going back and kind of reviewing all these things, given COVID, you know, this was actually a really exciting year for boxing. And like you said, it set up some things for the future. And, you know, one of the, one of the directions I was going to go with maybe, um, Fighter of the year was the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, yeah. just because I think it meant a lot for boxing. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to stay actually in boxing. So the Tyson Fury uh, Wilder fight is my pick too. But yeah, man, I'm really excited for a lot of things coming up. Uh, 2021, starting off with that Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell fight. You know, we've, we've only had this podcast now for six months. We've done a lot of great things. We're going to keep doing a lot more. Shout out to everybody that's joined us on Boxing Night Out. Um, I really enjoy that, all those interviews. If you guys haven't checked that out, please do. Um, a lot of knowledge, a lot of inside game there. So, yeah, man, I've, I really enjoyed this, and I'm really looking forward to uh, what we got next, man. Yes, sir. Uh, it should be a great year. Um, all these boxers and promoters, get out your feelings, and let's make these fights happen because there, there's at least four or five mega super fights that we can have. 
you know. So everybody get your paper, sack your paper, and just make these fights happen. We want to see it. Yeah, no doubt. All right, guys, so uh, this has been a great year. Last six months has really been, uh, you know, special in my life. And everybody that's tuned in, yo, we really appreciate you guys. Gene, let them know where they can find us, brother. Yes, you can catch us on YouTube. When you watch the video, like, subscribe, share it. We're also on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Anchor, uh, SoundCloud, Apple. All right? Yeah. Yeah.